Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, y'all? Hey, what's up? Welcome back to another episode. Episode three. Yes, welcome back, welcome back. Of Let's Be Brutally Honest. Yeah, so uh, this is the week after Thanksgiving. Did you enjoy your Thanksgiving, honey? I did. I really did enjoy my Thanksgiving. What about you? It was pretty good. Um, I don't know what y'all did, you know, for Thanksgiving, but we actually tried to do the social distancing thing. Um, it wasn't 100% successful. <laughs> like, I think, was we like the only ones that went with our mask on, babe? Yes, but we was told it was going to be a mask up event. And yeah. we were even supposed to take mass pictures. Yes, and we were the only two, me and Carla, that showed up. But it wasn't like a whole bunch of people that were there yeah. for Thanksgiving. Yeah, but um, actually, me, Nick, if y'all are new to the show, uh, my name is Nick Rochelle. And I am Carla Rochelle. And we are a married couple. And um, I'm actually, me, Nick, recovering from uh, getting sick because Carla's sister, she wanted to go out into the garage and smoke on the hookah. And it was just too much for my lungs being in that cold air. But you beat me to it. I was going to ask you, is there anything that you would change? Like, even though we spent Thanksgiving together, is there anything you would have changed? And I guess that would have been it. Huh? Yeah, I would have went out and smoked the hookah. But mm-hmm. I didn't know it was going to affect me that much. Anyway, so um, what are we talking about today, honey? All right. So today we're talking about, are you dating an imposter? What is an imposter? So um, I learned this from Ricky Smiley a while ago. He was talking about when you start dating someone that you're always dating the imposter Uh and that the real person does not come out until six months later. That's when you start getting that real person who they are. They're not putting on this front. Yeah, I I can agree with that. Um, I definitely think that we all have an imposter in the beginning of the Mm -hmm. relationship. And and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad thing. Sometimes it is a bad thing. Yeah. But not not all the time. Like, I mean, I can even expose myself and say some of the things I do, like how I can be an imposter in the beginning. <clears throat> Excuse me. In the beginning, like one of the things for me is I just tend to be way, excuse me, way cleaner. Like I put on this little front, like I'm just like the cleanest thing in the world. And like, you know, after a while, my secrets are revealed. Like I'm not trashy. But I'm not as clean as I like to put on. I don't think you're the only person that does that. I think a lot of people do that. I've actually dated people when I first went over. Oh, the house was so clean and spotless. (laughs) And then probably once you start spending the night a couple of times, Uh you start realizing, yeah, it ain't. No. So what about you? You got any? Um... You know, I really try to be my true self, but I guess if I had yes, to expose say, yourself. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to say, 
I would say um, sometimes, you know how women, they try to do the matching bra and panties and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, me personally, I really don't give a damn about that. You know, and then later on, you start getting the, the ones that don't match. Yeah, your underwear was pretty fly, you know, in the beginning. I definitely will admit. You used to do little things. Um <laughs> Looking all buttery smooth when you get out the shower and stuff, you know. Yeah, you, you and know. I think the probably the worst thing that I do is um, holding my alter ego for too long, and then when they see my alter ego, it's like what, 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 what? Because Denise can stay hidden for a long time so that just made me think how long your wild side yeah Yeah. so how long do you think an imposter can stay hidden i would like to say you know you you got a good point when you said like six months to a year but i think that is certain things that are is not brought out from a person in a relationship until y'all are in different scenarios too Mm -hmm. um in which I'm going to go into that, but I'm going to expose myself on one thing too. It's kind of similar to your imposter thing. Um, you know, like in the beginning, I like to come off all like, uh, I think that movie name was Hitch. The movie with Will Smith where he was just like, you know, just the smoothest dude. Like I try to come off like I'm just so fucking smooth and just laid back. And then after a while, I get comfortable enough and reveal my goofy side. Like I, I, I don't, I don't reveal how goofy I am in the beginning. I can see that. Yeah, because I don't. I like. I like them to take me serious first. You know. Yeah, I think it was different for us because we met in work. work yeah. So. So um, you had your guard down. No, but even then, when you first saw me, how was I acting? Kind of like. No, when I first met you, you was an asshole. Well, I, I don't know what that was all about. <laughs> but yeah. You were seeming like you were being mean. Okay, so now as far as um just uh bad experiences um and 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 really it's just kind of like what the question of this whole podcast is are you dating an imposter and it's really a scary thing because um like i said um i think you can be in a relationship with someone for a long time and in different scenarios um can burn you but what are some bad experiences that you actually had you know while dating like an imposter well sort of like you mentioned earlier the um acting like you know having the house clean at first um i've run into some stuff where people were saying that they had a roommate but it was actually the ex uh-huh. and um sometimes you know people like to you know their image it's like they be sharper than a tack but then it's like they really don't have things together how they carry themselves yeah. outside of the house yeah so i'm gonna just go in one specific like um scenario that i had um it was a situation where i was dating this girl it was like freshman in college and you know she came off super innocent and cute like it was a very cute relationship like cute for pictures and everything but then it's like over the months it's like she got darker like when I say darker, like she would do things like she well, first she revealed how much she liked like horror and demonic stuff. Mm-hmm. And um and I, I don't think I've ever told you this. Mm-mm. Um yeah, that, that first girlfriend that I actually cheated on. Mm-hmm. That I felt got away at one point, but now I realize I probably dodged a bullet. Um she even um she used to do things like she would start kinda of stabbing me with like scissors, like play. You it was play, but the shit hurt. 
Okay, check. Yeah. And she even told me at one point, she was like, I think I may end up being the one to kill you. What? Yeah. Girl, yeah. I would have got away from her ass so fast. <laughs> yeah, but it's like I was young at the time, so I didn't really realize, you know, what I was getting into. But this also shows how, like, even when you're, like, dating young or old, how you can kind of start off something really cute and you can end up in a situation and you're just like, damn, how did I get here? It was yeah. just getting darker and darker and darker. But, you know, like you said, I think um, at first we have the warning signs for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the fact of wanting to talk to somebody or not knowing how to be by yourself. It's like you have the warning signs. So let me tell you a story. It was this person, this guy that um, I... You know, we were trying to get to know each other. And like I said, the house, it seemed like it was clean. When uh-huh. I used to say, I want to go to the restroom and all this stuff. <laughs> and we got to the point, um, I guess it was like this one time. Somehow I end up staying over, right? And I end up needing to take a shower. I don't think it was planned for me to stay over. But really? it was like two things happened that really turned me off. Which was a warning sign, but... I'm like, Carla, why didn't your ass run like <laughs> at that moment? Uh-huh. So the thing was, um, he had to go in and he had to clean the shower. And I don't even want to know how bad the shower. Oh, you didn't see the shower before? I, I think one time, I think one time after that, I looked at the shower. Uh-huh. And that's how I realized how bad the shower was. But not that Well, day. how bad was it? It just had a ring around it, right? Yeah, it was but it was pretty dirty though Uh like it like it just wasn't getting clean Mm. like i don't even think i would have put my body in there if i would have knew like how Mm -hmm. dirty it was Mm -hmm. and then not only that some men have a tendency of not cleaning their behinds good i actually (laughs) saw it looked like it was some manure on his seat some some shit yes why we saying manure well yeah it was like feces some the, shit, y'all. Yeah, it was on the toilet seat. Oh and my I goodness! Was just like I, I know, I know that ain't what I think it is. Like it, and I was like, mm. and what Did was you crazy take your finger is there and scrape it hell and smell no. it. But prior to that, I was I had saw it, and I was like, why does this toilet seat look like it's tarnished? But that's why, you know, shit, it stings. So like if so you he would get shit on his toilet seat. Yes. And I'm telling you, it was like that was the warning sign right there. And I should have ran, but I stayed around and later on it was It just got worse and worse. When I and tell worse. you it was tragedy. One time it was like shit ended up on my wall. And I was oh like my goodness. I said I Cause usually I had got to the point I would just try to keep something in the bathroom to keep it clean. Mm-hmm. But this one day it pissed me off. I said, "Can you go in the bathroom?" I said, I, "I'm not trying to be funny." I said, "I just don't know how this happened. Like I don't know if he was leaning up and wiping and it flicked, but it it <laughs> slunk up on the back wall behind the toilet." And I was just like, "Oh hell no!" Nah. Yeah, I'm just trying to picture like how did it happen? Most likely. You know, when he wiped his ass, he, the tissue just was just flying all over the place. And Either that or he hit the wall. I mean, I guess everybody has to lean up, but yeah, he just wouldn't clean with it or something. But if you know you're not clean in the bathroom, you should do a check. Yeah, you should do a look around. Yeah, and you know, I, you're not the only one that's kind of guilty of looking over 
people who give those warning signs because people do give warning signs in the beginning but if you don't know how to be alone if you're desperate if you're trying to get over a, a person that you're currently in a relationship with you will ignore shit like that and that happened with me um i always tell the story about this white chick that ended landed me in jail it was the worst relationship that i've ever had i wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy but like she had little warning signs too like the first time i had a phone conversation with her it was cool but then the second time something happened where i didn't call her at the right time and she went off i'm talking about like yelling at the top of her lungs cussing and everything so but how long had you all been talking when that it was happened? the second time we ever had a phone conversation so within like the first month or the first week yeah within like the first week yes wow but it's like during that time after i had did my first cheating and then this girl had played me real bad i was so desperate to be in a relationship because i didn't know how to be alone i overlooked that shit Another warning sign that this same girl had was when I first met her, when we first met, we met at a McDonald's and like, when I tell you she was sitting down, it's like, first and foremost, the way she was picking her burger, she would take her nails and like split the burger and then put it in her mouth. But her nails, her fingernails were so dirty, like the dirtiest that I have ever seen, like even on a guy or anybody. But I still overlooked that shit because I just didn't know how to be alone. So were they dirty or was she the type of person that dyed her hair? No, they were. She, she's a white girl with blonde hair. Oh, like, well, I didn't know. You yeah. know, sometimes they use dye. No, and she stuff, was a so. white girl with blonde hair. They were dirty. It was like dirt caked up under her nails. I don't see how you kept from making a face. <laughs> I looked. I, <laughs> It's like I looked at them, but it's like I overlooked it. That's just, I'm just being real as far as how desperate I was to be alone. So she actually took her burger like a little kid. And yeah, like a little cheeseburger. And was, and was stuff sticking yes. it in her mouth. Yes, she had makeup on her coat. Um, and then um, she would like, she would just say little things under her breath. Like if I did something or was looking at some, like in an area too long. Her car was really, really dirty. It's just like, it's just a lot of things that I just overlook with that girl. So many different warning signs. Yeah. I think, I think it's important to pay attention to the warning signs because, um, you know, I've said this before. What happens is when you get sexually involved with somebody like that, um, you tend to start accepting stuff that you normally wouldn't accept yeah. if you wasn't sexually involved. Ugh. Ugh, the sex was so trash. Oh my god. I just only want to think about Y'all, I think one day I'm just gonna have to just sit and just really talk about that. That was just a really, really just disgusting situation. Um, yeah, I mean, but it was cool. And I think another thing is lack of experience, you know? Yeah. You, you don't really know what different humans are capable of or what type of bullshit they can be on because it's like you don't have enough dating experience. So mm -hmm. it takes you to go through those different dating experiences and realize, nah, that ain't nothing I want to fuck with. Nah, I ain't going to fuck with her. Like another ex that I had, my ex-fiance, which um, I haven't even told really the story of her yet. I, we're we're going to do story times on here too, um, which I'll open up more about her um, in the future. Um, which she, you know, she's not bad. I don't have any type of like bad feelings towards her like I do towards the white girl. But, um she would do things like she just really loved attention in the beginning and i just think that you know if i would have paid attention to that more then i could have already force foresaw like the the what was going to break us up in the future 
um like she even told this story where like she used to hang with these straight girls all the time mm-hmm. and then um she said that it was this guy who kept talking talking to her telling her the things that she could do this is a girl that you know would say that she was a lesbian wait a minute what do you mean the things that she could do the things that he could do to her like how good he could eat pussy and i guess he made her curious about it and she let him eat her pussy what yeah yeah so it's like and she had told me that story this is like while we kind of still courting or whatever getting to know oh, each other hell no nah. i'd have took the bed i'd have took i'd have bounced her ass no 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 this didn't happen while we were dating no she I'm told saying. me the story while we were dating right oh you saying you would have took the bed no i just would have went on and bounced her ass on across the court cause. it's like now <laughs> like now being a mature woman if i dealt with a girl like that a young girl especially and she told me some shit like that. I would know that that ain't nothing I really want to deal with. Because she just, she like attention. She's naive and all that bullshit. Yeah. You know, I think it's interesting that you said that because it made me think about, um, is there a way, like outside of the the normal signs that we see and we overlook it, but um, is it a way that you could possibly expose the imposter before you get too involved? Mm. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think, uh, and that's why I think it's really important to date someone before you kind of like do things like move in with them. You know how lesbians move too fast. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think during that dating phase, you should observe their, your surroundings. Like, like that's I'm I'm that's the main thing I'm putting emphasis on. Observe your surroundings. Look at their car. Look at their nails. Look at like the way they they keep themselves up and then ask questions yeah i think look at the microwave look at the toilet the front yeah. part of the toilet <laughs> like actually actually use the restroom when you go over their house well if they real good they probably didn't cleaned up but people who are not really yes. clean yes that base of that toilet exactly will tell their life story almost exactly that's what i'm saying <laughs> like you can try to hide shit as much as you want but if you are a trifling person people are going to be able to see through that shit your car is going to be disgusting and when i say look at the car not saying that their car is not the fact that their car is messy it's like what is it messy with like you can have a car that's not organized that's cool mm-hmm. but it's when you have like old mcdonald bags and old you know burger king bags and food and shit left in there you got a brush in there full of hair <laughs> it just because what i see if i see something like that it just lets me know that they kind of chaotic right now yeah like they their life is not in order yes yeah and that can also lead to them bringing that same energy into your relationship right because if they have imbalance then it's going to make you imbalance because more than likely y'all are going to try to do something together and they may just fuck up and then cause an issue for y'all yeah and another thing too like that i have learned that's very important is in the beginning of a relationship when you date and getting to know somebody is uh not to get so caught up in trying to talk about yourself and paint a picture about yourself that you don't listen to them when they talk because a lot of times they'll reveal some shit when they're talking i think that is interesting that you say that because my daughter um she's 21 and she has actually gotten to the point where when she first started talking to somebody, she don't believe in all of that. Ask me questions and I'm going to answer them. Uh-huh. She feel like 
in order for you to find out stuff about me, then you need to try to date me. If you don't know where I like to go, try taking me somewhere and finding out. But she don't believe in just putting the answers, like just giving you the answers. You know how a lot of times you'll tell people like they'll say, oh, well, have you ever cheated? Or do you like this? Or do you like that? And you give them everything and it makes it easy for them. They don't really have to figure anything out because you're putting it right there in their hands. And it allows them to kind of size you up quicker too. Man, what? I had somebody to play me so hard like that. I was being so honest, just telling everything. Just telling them everything. And honey, lived an hour away. Little did I know she was cheating and doing everything else. Like and I story thought, time about that one too. Yes, that's definitely a story time. I just felt like the biggest fool ever. And nothing. So tell me what you think about this. I think that when you first talk to somebody if they exaggerate um what is it if they exaggerate something in that area that they kind of lack in that area and I'm just pulling from myself like when we first met I kind of exaggerated how clean I was now again I'm not trifling but I'm not as clean as I would like to be like I'm not as neat as I would like to be Mm -hmm. so but it was kind of exaggerated you know like you know oh my stuff looks so neat it almost looked like OCD in the beginning but that's not really me so i think sometimes you got to watch that if somebody exaggerated or something maybe yeah. I, I could be right or wrong well no you can know that especially if y'all get to a point you know some people they don't believe in spending the night but um in the newer generation i don't think they care as much you know girls out here they looking for somebody to get a virginity up to so i don't think they care about um like spending the night but i think when you start doing things like that getting people out of their comfort zone then you can see the real them yeah yeah so, I mean, I, it's just when it comes to that imposter, like, are, are you dating an imposter? It's like you really got to be careful with it, especially if you try to spend the rest of your life with that person. Like, uh, the girl I dated, my ex-fiance, I ended up dating her for uh, pretty much three years. And it wasn't really revealed to me, like, um, how quick she was willing to cheat on me when we had to do the long distance for a little while. Like it wasn't, I didn't even know. I thought we were good. I thought we had it in a bag. I thought we were going to be together for the rest of our lives. But as soon as like we got that distance again, her already revealing in the beginning that she liked attention. It's like, as soon as she, you know, we have the distance between us and someone was giving her that attention. It's like, you know, within a matter of fucking weeks, she cheated. So was that the first long distance relationship that you had? Mm hmm. But it didn't start off long distance. Mm-hmm. We started off local, but we had to do long distance for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. So. See, I'm the type of person I've never been interested in doing the long distance. But thing. even you and me, we had to do long distance for a little while. Yeah, but that's different. I'm just saying, um, just say, for instance, when I first moved to this state and I was talking to somebody, mm-hmm. I already had the feeling because, you know, I, I said I didn't believe in a person being with one person i just didn't think it was possible from what i saw growing up Mm -hmm. so it's like i always talk to multiple people and assume that that's what other people was doing which nine times out of ten they were so i definitely wasn't big on trying to date somebody that i wasn't around if i believe right here together in the same state you would cheat on me yeah so yeah i i don't know i think some people 
I don't know. I just feel like people that can do that. I kind of like. I guess they're more trusting. I know I don't trust easy. And it's like I want to be more trusting. Mm -hmm. So sometimes people like that. I actually can look up to them. And especially if the relationship works out. Yeah. Yeah. So I just say sometimes I feel like you can ask certain questions um, to bring out certain things because a lot of times we don't ask the questions um, to find out if a person is an imposter or what type of tendencies they have. Um, I think the very first time I asked somebody, um, have you ever been with the same sex? They looked at me like I had two heads and I was just like, I mean, this is a dude. It was a guy when I was dating a guy, but I was like, like this is the lifestyle that we live in now yeah. so why are you looking at me like it's out of the norm they try to get so mad and right angry. so i'm like i have to ask because what if i don't ask and that's something that you want to do if that's not something i want to do then that's why i'm asking the question so i think sometimes you have to be okay with answer asking those uncomfortable questions and just knowing if you're in that dating phase you're gonna have to answer some uncomfortable questions sometimes yeah so like what's the most important thing that you think somebody can pull from this as far as like are you dating an imposter so i think the most important thing that you can pull is you know sometimes when you first in that honeymoon phase don't get blinded by the honeymoon phase because things can change you know a lot of times i've heard of people like getting married after three months three months yeah you definitely still dating that imposter you don't even know half of the shit you pretty much gambling when you do shit like that yeah you gambling and um just hoping for the best but yeah, and if I, if I can pull anything, it's just like like you said, don't get too caught up in that honeymoon phase and observe your surroundings, look at everything and just make sure, you know, that you are peeping shit and know how to learn how to read between the lines, you know? Mm-hmm. So I hope nobody's out there dating the imposter. How long do you think it took for us to reveal ourselves to each other? How long did it take for you to meet Denise? Oh, uh, because I think when you first met Denise, you was like... I think you was kind of taken back a little bit. I don't remember the first time. I think it was when we was hanging out with Megan that time when she invited oh, yeah, us to a house yeah. party. Yeah, that was that was a bit much. You had a little alcohol in your system. It was a bit a bit much for me, almost a turn off. But um, because I had never seen that side of you, you know, kind of just wild and free like that. That Sagittarius in her was the really coming out. Girl. Hey, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But because I had already taken the time to get to know her first, I was like, okay, this is just another side of her. Um, But, I mean, I don't know how long it took. I think it probably took probably almost a year. A year? Almost. It was probably like right at eight to nine months. Well, yeah, yeah. Eight to nine months, it sound more like it. Yeah. And luckily, you know, I had got time to know you first, but... But if we wouldn't have been invited to that party, it could have been forever before you saw Denise. Yeah. Because I don't turn up all the time like that. <laughs> well, yeah, we hope y'all enjoyed uh, this this uh, episode three of Are You um, of Let's Be Brutally Honest? The question of Are You Dating an Imposter? I mean, we really just wanted to kind of talk talk through this so you can kind of think about your own relationship, especially if you knew in a relationship. 
And uh, just ask that question. Look at that person you're dating right now. Do you, are they are they being real? All right, so what are some of the clues they showed you in the beginning of the relationship? Do you think those can be an issue, you know, later on in your relationship? You know. And uh, we thank y'all so much for tuning in. We hope to catch y'all next time. Peace. Peace.